Welcome back to another Public Golfers Podcast episode number 37 here coming at you live this Wednesday. Are we actually live? Absolutely not, but I felt like saying it. Hopefully you're having a great week. Dom, how are you doing? Doing well. Doing great. Looking forward to another episode. Looking forward to, you know, talking about some some things that maybe maybe it's on everybody's mind. These Wednesday episodes are always fun. We always look forward to, you know, debating, discussing a little bit. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Public Golfers. And, uh, you know, on these Wednesday episodes, make sure you reply if you have anything you want us to tackle. Maybe we get to them. We can give you a little shout-out as well. Just because, again, we... We have come up with a lot of ideas, but we know there's tons more we could be talking about. So just a little plug there for the Twitter page. And we also realize that we are not the smartest people in the world. Not even there's a lot, of, a lot of great ideas out there that we just can't comprehend and we're never going to get there. So hopefully you guys can help us get there. <laughs> but this week, talking about opening day. Yes. And really when you should try to get out there, what you should expect, and and really talking about that first round in general. Maybe not as hot as a topic as some of our other ones in the sense I would imagine we're probably going to be agreeing on a lot of things. But it's interesting time, obviously, with courses and that opening up. Dom having his first outdoor nine holes on Saturday. If you haven't seen that, make sure you check out that uh, tweet that Dom came out with on Monday. Mm-hmm. Just talking about how his round went and, and also seeing that initial scorecard with the new irons. But, Dow, I guess opening day for you, what what does that mean? What are you looking forward to or what did you look forward to? Um, and just kind of walk me through your mindset, I guess. The biggest thing that I was just looking forward to was just going out and playing a, a real round on a real course, you know? feeling the breeze again, walking around, the joys and the ups and downs, and, you know, hitting clubs out of positions other than just the mat, Mm -hmm. you know? It's just something that um, I definitely, again, the entire month of February into March, I was talking constantly about how excited I was for that first round. And I can tell you that... (coughs) Whoa. Whoa. Oh, you all right? Yep, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. No, you're good. I'm glad you're alive. <sighs> Man, the beauty of recording. Um, yeah. Well, the biggest thing that I was looking forward to was just, like I said, getting into different positions than just on the mat, getting able to putt again because I, I really think that's a part, part of the game that, you know, is important to make sure you have down. It always mm. will help you. Um, drive for show, putt for dough. I know you like that phrase. Yeah, it's my favorite phrase my Uncle Brian used to always tell me. But I'm also looking was... forward to like the things I talked about over this over this whole winter season of getting ready. Mm-hmm. Um, not going driver off the tee every time. Playing Ooh, a little bit more course control. management. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So why do that? And again, like I said, just to get out there that early was uh, it was a joy in itself enough Mm. yeah no it uh it's just good to get out there like you said obviously things are going to react differently but I guess talk to me about your mindset going into were you expecting to shoot your best round were you 
more focused on, hey, how does my putting look? Or were you more focused on, hey, I just want to make sure I'm, you know, hitting things clean? I mean, kind of talk me through what you were thinking about that because I think it's really interesting uh, as mindset going into a round can obviously um, looking back on it, change and during it really change how you feel throughout the whole thing. Right. Right. Um, so I guess there's a few things that I'm, I was looking forward to. Okay. Um, or trying to focus on number one was just swinging easy and good contact just because that's been something I've been preaching to myself the entire time at the range. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, when I hit my three wood poorly, it's because I'm over swinging. I'm trying to swing out of my shoes. Yep. So I'm just focused on, you know, teeing it up in the box, making a good smooth swing and putting that ball out into the fairway. I mean, I'd like to hit more fairways because that sets you up for a better, you know, position. Um, after that, really, I just am looking for, consistency i'm not going out there looking to shoot like my best i i wasn't Mm -hmm. i just i knew it was early i knew conditions might be spotty um so i really was just looking out to just see okay where am i at if if i'm shooting well i'm shooting well if not well guess what like i'm going back to the driving range for league uh tonight actually when this episode is 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 out i will be going to league tonight Week number um, three. Week number three, St. Patrick's Day. Luck of the, the Irish. Guinness. Let's hope it's on our side. The Guinness will be flowing. We'll be flowing. But again, like that was my biggest thought was just let's see where I'm at, taking into account the conditions, and just go from there because the only place that I can go is up. Yep. Yeah, I think it's important, and the reason why I wanted to ask you what you were kind of looking at or what you were feeling uh-huh. uh, going into it is because, yeah, it's important to put it in perspective of being out there for the first time. What I always tell people and when people have asked me is don't worry about the putting as much mm-hmm. because the greens are not going to be in shape. Right, They're just not, right? The snow just uh, finally all got away, everything like that. Crews really haven't had that much time to get out there and really get stuff into, you know, mid-season or or even pre-season, I would say, shape. Right. Where you're going to get a true role and different things like that. So don't get frustrated about that if you're going out for your first round here. Remember, it's your first round out there. You're going to have good. You're going to have bad. I would say, like what you said, working on just focusing on the contact. Yeah. Everything else is going to come, right? Your distances are all going to be a little bit different. Yes, right now we have Top Tracer, we got TrackMan, we got SkyScope. You got all different types of simulators. Yeah, it's going to be different once you actually hit off the ground. Once you're hitting with your golf ball, yeah, um, that you actually use and and you invest in to kind of keep that as consistent as possible throughout the year. Yeah, there's just differences to it, and understanding. Hey. Yeah, I put all this work in, and yeah, I'm going to be starting off at a better point than I did last year. But again, it's still a process. Give yourself some time. Make sure you're going out and having fun. Because if you start off on a negative note at the beginning of the season thinking, well, I should have shot under par. It's like, who cares? You got out there. You got some swings in. Worry about that more than anything. So I guess uh, to follow this up, because we've been talking about condition, we've been talking about now the putting greens and not focusing too much on that. 
Yep. As someone with some experience working a golf course. Yes. When is the course really getting into like the pri- like the start start of what you can expect the conditions to be? If yeah. that makes sense. It's so tough to say because every course is different. And again, as we talked about in the last episode, a lot of it goes into one, how much snow did you actually get and how quickly did it um did it melt? Yeah. Because that makes a huge difference on the overall grass and everything like that. Two, what did you do winterizing, right? Did right. you, um, you know, did you aerate just your greens? Mm-hmm. And then obviously that's going to help, you know, them kind of grow back a little bit faster and, and maintain through winter. Or did I know a lot of places, and, and we even started doing this at Whitnell, is we even started aerating the uh, fairways. Okay. So, you know, what, what kind of pre-winter or winterization of the course did you do? Mm-hmm. And then a huge factor, huge factor, huge. Dom, uh-huh. <laughs> is maintenance, what broke. Oh. So you okay. have, obviously, you have your irrigation systems underground running yep. throughout your entire course. Uh-huh. You have a lot of different problems that can happen with that. Yeah what happened or what didn't happen, right? Mm -hmm. Did you have pipe breaks? Did you have sprinkler head breaks? Did you have different things like that? And the only way you know about that is when you turn the water on. Yeah, I can imagine that's that's a shock when it happens. Yeah, so, I mean, I remember, I can think back and remember years where we would have, you know, let's say we turn the water back on, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden... You come over and you turn a sprinkler on and the head shoots up 50 yards into the air. Yeah, love that. Because it's pressurized water, obviously, coming through those pipes. Well, guess what? All that water is shooting up like a geyser probably 10 feet into the air. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. All those little things are can step, you know, can push you back. Yeah. Now... Does that happen near a green? A lot of times you don't have sprinkler heads that close to the greens. Right. Because you usually will hand water. Makes sense. Greens just to kind of maintain. But you do have some that are kind of on the front side of the greens that you turn them on. And, you know, obviously, you know, the sprinklers shoot, you know, 30, 40 yards. I mean, these are pretty high pressurized things that get some distance and obviously the water. So, you know, some of them can still hit that. So that's a big thing that really... It's so hard to say because you don't know what those things are going to go wrong. Right. Especially for Wisconsin courses, those are all things you have to take into consideration. But I would say usually, you know, you start getting the course in pretty good shape, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe around the May time. Okay. Is when you start seeing, obviously, people can get them into shape earlier. It but, just depends on and all then of the, those variables. Yeah, and then the other thing, too, is Mother Nature. True, because I know that in the forecast it said we were supposed to have some snow. Yeah, so it's, it's just – but I would say, like, you know, end of May, is, you know, is usually courses are in really good shape. Again, if you don't have any of those setbacks, you can have really good courses in April. Yeah. You know, but there can be times in April where you'll have an entire week of rain. Also true. Because, and it's like, yeah. and now all of a sudden everything's muddy. Everything's soft. They can't get out. They can't. The biggest thing is, is when you have these big weather switches, 
it prevents the crew from actually getting out and maintaining the course the way it needs to be maintained. Because right. uh, they were ready for one thing, and now all of a sudden we're getting something. Now all of a sudden you're getting something else, you know. Um, yeah. And so that's that's a big thing is in, in trying to understand that and, and figure that out mm-hmm. is, hey, where are you actually and, and where do you need to be? And, and again, you know, I don't want to keep talking about it because people are going to get bored. Yeah. We can do another episode just talking about On the grounds crew side of yeah. things because there's so much that goes into it that I think a lot of people don't understand. And I think something we can do talking to the weekend golfer is maybe help them understand how much goes into the the front end, mm-hmm. the behind the seas work to make that course as nice as it can possibly be. Right. And why when you take a, a divot out of a green, <laughs> it yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. It is a lot of work to fix that divot. When you don't repair your ball marks, how that can actually affect things long term. Right. You know, hey, do you want us having every morning to go out and fix your divots? Or do you want us being able to go out there and level off a tee box for you? Yeah. You know? If we're doing one, we maybe can't get to the other. Do you want us throwing another bunker out there? Do you want us fixing the bunkers? Right. Well, hey, if we didn't have to spend four hours fixing divots in the morning, <laughs> because at the end of the day, every course boils down to the greens. Yes. If you can get a nice, smooth, good putting surface, people are going to like your course. Yep. Even if the tee box are a little shit, even if the fairways aren't the – you know, the tightest cut, if you can get that green rolling good or you're getting a true roll, that's what people really, really look at. And I would say that's one of the bigger things you see mm-hmm. when you start playing at nicer courses is you don't run into bad greens. Yeah. Well, and I think greens are one that I like that everyone knows this, but I do love a nice, clean tee box. Just mm-hmm. a, ni- a nice tee box is nice to step up with. Gives yeah. you a good feeling going into the shot. So I guess... I got, I got, I guess I got one more question for you. When, when do you want to get out? Like, what is your ideal time? Or maybe it's not a time. Maybe, maybe you would have gotten out last weekend if it hadn't been for that toe. Like, what, what is, what <laughs> is damn your damn toe, aim? dude? Uh, I see. Usually, what I do is I'll talk with the people that I worked with because a lot of them are still working either at Whitnell or they moved on. You know, my original boss, my original superintendent that I worked under at Widnow, he's over at um, Oakwood in Oak yep. Creek. Yep. Uh, you know, my other uh, my other boss that I work for, he actually works uh, for a private club down in Texas now. Okay. Um, and actually, little fun fact, they have a PGA event no at shit. the course he works down. It is a new private uh, a newer private course and i think they up the members limit again oh wow to 300 members and those are so you either have to it's you either golf there because it's the pga event and you're on the tour or Or, because you came with one of the members those are the only people they have on the course wow and again a little fun fact here for you dom Mm -hmm. our boy spief yeah that's his home course oh that's super cool Yep. So like Spee's a member there. Yeah. I think he said Tigers was had a locker there. So it's it's a very nice course. Yeah. Um but yeah, so Sounds you know like it. Yeah. So I always text him like, Hey man, if I'm down in if I'm down in Texas, you know, right. can you you know, hook a buddy up, you know, sneak me I was like, I'll be whoever you want me to be. Right. I'll be a doctor, a lawyer, a senator's son I'm is what I'm trying to say. It works. Yes. 
Did you catch that song reference? Yeah, I did. Okay, appreciate it. Thanks, man. But uh, so what I do when I base off of when I go out is yeah. just talking with them and seeing what the courses are like. And the big thing I ask them is the greens. Okay. How are the greens looking? Right. If the fairways are a little muddy or the tee boxes aren't, you know, you where they need that. to be. Yeah, but that's the thing that frustrates me is when I get onto the green and the ball is just bouncing everywhere. I'm yeah. just like, well, what are we doing here? You know? Right. Makes sense. But I would say usually my first round is usually early April. Okay. Is when I and is when I usually get out there. Now we had a relatively nice winter here in Wisconsin. In comparison to what we've had previously, I would agree. Yeah, so that date could obviously move up as hopefully there isn't as much repairs and obviously the snow coming a little bit later. Yeah. You know, we'll have to wait and see. I'll talk to my people and, and kind of see what's, what they're saying about the courses. And the nice thing is, is having worked there, right? they give you the honest answer. Right, they don't, and not the PR answer of yeah, the course is great right now. You should come play. It's like, hey, Justin, the greens. You remember that green on seven? Yeah, it's dog shit right now. Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) So, and and I I know, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I base it off. But I would say if I had to give you a time frame, yeah, it would be usually beginning of April is when usually the courses are, again, not great. But getting to the point where it's like, hey, more true playing to what it will play in a month or two. So, barring any weather disasters, yes, like end of April would be like green light city. Yeah, I I really think for this year, end of April, especially with the craze of golfing, mm-hmm. I think is only going to allow um, courses to have a bigger budget. Yeah. For the grounds crew, for getting things back into shape quicker. Uh, so I do think that you will see courses get to that shape faster than what they have into the past. Yeah. Just with the increased demand of people wanting the courses to be there faster. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. And, yep. uh, yeah, well, that's really exciting. Who, I am. I continue knew? to get more excited. Who knew, Dom? that a high school and college job uh-huh. was going to come into so much play later on in my life. Well, it just goes to show you, you never know. You never know, man. I, I just think about it and I laugh because I'm like, all those things I learned uh-huh. just from working there, and it's like any other high school job. You learn it, right? Yeah. Or a college job, and you're like, never going to need this again. <laughs> and so it's I- like, oh, just kidding. Actually, yeah. yeah. I, I talk about it almost on a weekly basis now, yeah. which is shout out to all of our grounds crew, our supers, um, you know, everything like that. All those people that do all that hard work, take care of the courses, help them help you. Yep. Yeah. That, that's the people who really make it happen for you. And uh, yeah, I guess I, yeah, you're, you would probably, oh, if you were partnered up with a twosome, all right. Like, me and you were out there together, and we got paired up with a random twosome. And you saw someone, like, just take an absolute chunk out of a fairway and do nothing. Like, would you say something? See, I don't know if I would necessarily say something. Uh It depends. What I would do is I would scoop by and fix it. it. Take care of it yourself. Yeah, I would fix it. That's fair. 
And but what I would do, Dom, is I would yeah. fix it and make sure they saw me fix it. Nice. Yeah, kind of like that subtle, like, "Hey, jackass, yeah. fix your shit." You here know, I am doing. Yeah, doing here I am doing, doing what you should do, and mm-hmm. it, like I said, I don't want to get too much into it because <laughs> I think it's a whole podcast we can do about golfers' mentalities and how I think coming from that background, yeah, your mentality should be different. Just because you paid to be on a course does not mean you own the course. Right. If you want to own a course, there are courses for sale. And there, you know, I saw a, a par three course actually for sale. Looked pretty nice. A oh. shorter little par three. Yeah. I think it was only a million dollars. Oh. So if you want to own the course so that you yeah. can do whatever you want to it, if there's, you fork up the million dollars for that small par three, <laughs> that's not even an 18 hole championship course like a Whitnell is. That small par three, a million dollars. If you can do that, you can go there and, oh, my goodness, take a wedge onto that green and just beat the crap out of it. Yeah, Do whatever you want because it's your course. You paying $55 to golf there does not make that your course for the day. (laughs) But I I will stop there. I appreciate all of your insight on it. I really do. But we aren't the only ones there golfing or trying to golf in the the month of march no uh we got another pga event coming up uh the honda classic you i'm surprised i didn't get an invite i you have a honda i have had two previous hondas great machines they run they do they they run they run and run some more mine would have still been running but that's i just love a good honda r.i.p in peace to my honda but uh initial thoughts looking at the field for this one it's gonna be interesting uh there's a lot of good players here mm-hmm. there is also you know some notable names that aren't playing in this tournament that was but, my thought as well but i think there are you know a lot of good people playing this tournament i mean you have you know somebody like a ricky F- flower ricky who's playing flower, flower? That's, nice. that's nice no ricky flower mm-hmm did you see that clip? Which one? You didn't see the clip? No. At the last tournament, the announcer on the first hole called him Ricky Flower. Nice. Yes. It's Love like one that. of it's the ultimate disrespect oh, yeah. of someone who has been a I would say one of the biggest names in golf. It's like the caption of the tweet that I saw is like when the mighty have fallen. And it says like, and it has a guy. He's like, now up to the T, Ricky Flower. (laughs) And you see him. He's like waving, but you can tell. You can see in his face. He's like, what the? I'm getting that guy fired. Who the hell? That guy is fired. (laughs) He's done. That's oh man, that's tough. That is a tough look. And I sure, I'm sure the guy who announced it felt bad. But also too, just be better. Like, how are you going to announce his name wrong? Right. I mean, yeah. It's not I, like he's a, a random amateur that made it in. You know what I mean? Like, oh, nobody. I mean, he's, a, you know, the face of Puma Golf with right. Bryson DeChambeau. 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 But Fowler was first. Yes, he was. And he's got his, he's got his signature irons, too. But anyways, Dom. Enough talk about that. Enough talk about Ricky Flower and Bryson DeChambeau. Mm-hmm. 
Who is your lock for this weekend? It's tough. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like be not gonna sugarcoat it. No, I'm not going to because that would just be wrong. It's going to be an interesting field. Okay, you're you're not wrong in in going with Fowler, but I'm not going with Fowler. I'm I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm not either. All right. After watching the first round of the players, okay. 17 RIP. I think that a good choice here might be Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry played a fantastic (laughs) round. And I mean, momentum like that can keep you going through a weekend, can keep you going through a month. And I think that time will tell. And I'm hoping that time will tell good things about our friend Shane Lowry. Yeah. But yet to be determined. But I don't think that's a bad a bad pick. Uh, I'm gonna just follow that up quick, if okay. you don't mind. No, with no, go the ahead. Dark horse, just because. Okay. Uh, Knock them both to, out. I need to get this out there. Sung J M. <sighs> that's a good one. Sung J M is my dark horse. Love uh, that. Primarily just because I was watching him over the weekend as well, and uh, Glow, my girlfriend, was actually watching some of it with me. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, he seems so nice. So we're going to go with the nice guy, Sung J.M., for her. I like that. <laughs> the nice guy. He just got a, he's got that face that you just feel like he's oh, a nice guy. Right. Like he would never, like you, you would just, hey, how are you? And he would just be so polite and like super nice and like, yeah. No, I completely agree with you on that one. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'm going to have to change up my lock because I also had. John Lowry. Oh, get out. Nope. And, and we got to start doing these in person <laughs> with a camera so we can actually show. Cause I, people probably think all the time, like he's just saying that he didn't actually. And the reason why I had is cause you know what Wednesday is today when this podcast gets released. It's St. Patrick's day. I believe Shane Lowry is from Ireland. Correct. If I click on him, I could probably tell you more information. I'm pretty sure he is because he won the uh, the big tournament overseas at in Ireland, and it was like a big deal because all of his friends and family could be there. Yeah, he is Irish. So that's why I was going to put him because I said, I mean, come on. It's meant yeah, to no, be. I get that for sure. But I will change it up and maybe throw a little bit of a curveball here. Okay. And I will go with Graham McDonald. McDowell? Dowell? McDowell? 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 I don't know. Why? Because he is basically directly under uh, Lowry. So I didn't want to screw any further. So that's who's going to be my lock for the week and, now. And a nice McDowell. You got to imagine there's some Irish there too. There has to be some Irish there as yeah. well. Um, and then my dark horse. I actually yes. have two dark horses here. That's fine. Okay. My first one is Joaquin Newman. Newman. Yes. He's okay. been playing really well lately. Okay. And I think he can really make a run here. And also, too, mm-hmm. I was watching the Joker last night. Yeah. With Joaquin as the Joker, that Joker. Yeah. Yep. The new one. 
And I was like, yeah, okay, he's gonna be my uh, he's gonna be my pick. And my other dark horse, yeah, is Alan Morin. Morin. Yes. Okay. Because he is everybody's. He is oh, the most wow. typical looking dad that yeah. golfs I've ever seen in my life. When I hear somebody say, "Yeah, my dad golfs," I picture Alan Morin. Yep. Uh, yeah. He just comes into my head so. Everybody roots for the feel-good story about the dad who made it onto the tour and actually wins an event. Oh, yeah. It could be his weekend. I like that pick. Yeah. I do. It's not It's not a bad pick at all. Or the other thing he looks like mm-hmm. is when you go to a smaller golf course, he looks okay. like the golf pro. Hmm. I see yeah. that. I was thinking more of like, I don't know, maybe your middle school, high school, or, or middle school math or science teacher. Oh, science. Yep. Can definitely see the science teacher. Yeah. But, like, yeah. the cool one who, like, yeah, yeah. He does, like, like, explosive shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's the one everybody's like, oh, dude, you got more in? Oh, my God, dude. His, yeah. his, his class is so much fun. Question for you, quick, looking through the rest of the field. Yes. Chase Kepka. Chase Kepka? Relation? That's got to be pretty easy information to find, right? I would I would imagine. I'm trying to find the picture of him right now so I could tell younger you. Younger brother. Younger brother. Really? Dark horse, baby. Wow, that is a Throw dark a few horse. few bucks on Chase. God, he, 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 looks, <laughs> he, he looks like a less buff version. Yeah, no, 100%. 100% he does. But that might come with age. He is the younger brother after all. He's got time. He just, yeah, he looks like just like a, a smaller version of. <laughs> oh, that's oh, brutal. That, that is tough. But those are our picks. If you're not locking those in, I mean, what are you doing? Maybe doing something smart. What are you doing with that. your life? You know, live a little. That. Jesus. Oh, March Madness starts tomorrow. Not a golf podcast, but Mar- not a March golf Madness. podcast, but fill out your brackets. Fill out your brackets. Have some fun. Dom, you got anything else to give the people here? That's all I got, man. Have a great end of your week. Have a great weekend. Uh, You got anything to say? All I'm going to say is if you get the opportunity to get out onto the course, remember to hit them hard, hit Mm -hmm. them straight, Mm -hmm. but most importantly, make sure you show up on work on Monday and don't quit that day job. We will see you guys back next Monday. Peace.